right, all right, all right. It is Garrett Anderson coming at you live Monday, January 9th. And uh, I'm trying something different here. I'm just recording this into my uh, voice memos here on my phone as I'm uh, going to go get my emissions done. Time to get the... Uh, the emissions done on my uh, beat up old Camry here, my 03 Camry. Um, there's no uh, check engine lights and the gas cap should be working fine, so I think I should be in business. Haven't had any trouble with uh, getting emissions done on this bad boy. Um, but uh, yeah, just kind of wrapped up one of those work days where I probably, I talked, I think I probably said less than five sentences all day because either people were talking to me and uh, my feedback was brief or I was just corresponding on uh, email and I am. If you have the kind of job that I do, sometimes you don't really, uh, uh, you know, you're sitting at the computer and you don't really interact with too many people all day. So I got in the car and I was like, you know what, let me, let me see if I can talk to myself a little bit and remember what my voice sounds like um, while I'm uh, going to go get my emissions done. And then we'll see if I can splice this together with a little bit of recording uh, from the from the home studio, if you will. Uh, really, just a uh, you know glorified uh, microphone plugged into the computer setup. But uh, but yeah, so happy New Year, 2017, off and running. Um, I did a lot of cool stuff in 2016. Um, there was a lot of vitriol all over my social media uh, about 2016 and all the celebrity deaths and, you know, uh, politics and Brexit and whatever else. Um, but, you know, I, th I think I'm getting to that point where I'm old enough and mature enough to see the pendulum swings. Um, by the way, if you can hear that, that's it's raining a little bit, which is unusual here. We've had a, we've had a pretty rainy winter in Scottsdale, Arizona. So, uh, it actually, it was really unfortunate. I hosted my folks for Christmas and uh, hosted my sister-in-law for New Year's, and they both got shit weather. Um, so I felt bad about that. It's like, if you're going to pay, pay to come out to, to Phoenix or Scottsdale in, in Arizona, you kind of want some sunny days. So I felt a little bad about that. I uh, owe my parents a rain check on some sunny days. Pun intended. I, I saw that pun coming from a mile away. Um, I'm making a left turn on a green light where there's some missing visibility. Okay, I got through that intersection safely. Now I got to drive slow because this is the, the stretch of road where I got my uh, speeding ticket going 26 and a 15 um, at the school zone, passing, uh, passing the school. It's crazy to think that as I'm driving past here, my daughter is like in there playing, you know, playing in the cafeteria in their like after school program. That's so crazy. You ever, ever stop and think about, um, like, just pick a person in your life that you love and be like, what are they doing right now? You know? They're somewhere. They're out there. How, how crazy is that? Sometimes I do that. Like, who should I think about right now? What is... Um, let's see. I want to come up with sort of a funny example. Um... Let's see here. What is... Or pick someone random from your life. Like, what's my old dentist doing? <laughs> uh, he's somewhere. Unless he, unless he passed away, I guess I wouldn't find that out. 
But, uh, man, the world is just made up of a bunch of individuals. It's pretty weird. It's pretty strange. So, um, yeah, I wrapped up the last podcast saying I was going to talk a little bit about my folks visiting for Christmas and the Me Now movement. Um, so let's, let's dive into that a little bit and cover some, cover some ground um, so that I don't fall too far behind. And then I can talk a little bit about the new year. Um, yeah, so my folks visited, which is really nice. Um, they still live back east, so it's really great to uh, get together a couple times a year so they can see my kids growing up and, uh, you know, just stay in touch. My parents had me and my sisters when we were young, when they were younger, um, and I have my kids sort of, you know, younger comparatively to, to my peers. Um, so it's kind of cool. They're still young enough where we can hang out and they can go on hikes and, uh, you know, they're still able-bodied. I'm not too worried about having to support them in their older years uh, quite yet. Um, all right, I'm getting a low battery message on my phone and I don't have a charger. Um, so this may, uh, let's see if this poops out on me. I hope not. But, um, or maybe if I go low power mode, will it still, uh, will it still navigate for me? I'm just going to close and say too bad. You ever notice it seems like the last 20% of your battery goes much faster than the first, you know, 80? Well, I mean, like by rate, you know, of course, 80% of your battery would seem to take longer than 20%. And I just missed my turn. This is, uh, this is maybe not the smartest move for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, like the, it feels like, you know, when you're at 40% going down to 20% takes longer than when you're at 20% going down to zero. It seems like those last bars just disappear super fast. All right, let me see if I can make a little, uh, I'm doing the make a couple lefts to make a right through the, through the shopping center, make sure nobody's pulling out a parking spot. And okay, so that was ended up just being a big U-turn and going back towards the road that I was looking for to go to the emissions place um, so that I could have my paperwork in order. All right, so my, my folks got to visit. They brought a little Christmas cheer into our lives, including some Maryland crab cakes, which was fantastic. They brought over these uh, restaurants called G&M. Um, in Baltimore and they have got some delicious jumbo lump crab. Oh, somebody was making a U-turn while I made a right on red and we almost hit each other. Oh my goodness. Um, that would be uh, probably entertaining podcast material, but uh, I certainly hope that doesn't happen. Let's go for no fender benders. Um, but yeah, these crab cakes from G&M, my folks picked them up the day they flew out and carried them onto the plane and brought out these crab cakes. Um, they were, you know, not cooked yet, but the jumbo lump crab um, with all the, the you know, seasoning and um, sweet crab cake mixture uh, and, and some dry ice in a cooler that was all wrapped up. And they flew it from Baltimore to Phoenix. We threw them in the oven that night after I picked them up from the airport and uh, they were delicious so delicious and so gigantic that um you know four tubs of their crab cakes to more to make four huge crab cakes was way too much for us in one sitting so we used uh the containers three of the containers and um you know kind of made them a little bit smaller um made four crab cakes out of three containers and then saved the next one 
for the next day, we had some crab ball appetizer to go with our, uh, you know, Christmas Eve dinner. And, uh, yeah, it was great. So, so good. So yummy. Such a great taste of home. And, uh, you know, really filled up my, uh, my soul cup to, to get to see my folks and celebrate with them. I'm passing GoDaddy's headquarters. I use them to host my, uh, my website. GoDaddy has a big sign. A lot of uh, corporate headquarters here in Scottsdale, which is pretty cool. Um, and you better stay there, Packers fan. Oh, look at you trying to roll right through the intersection with a four-way stop. I, I snuck in in front of them, made my left-hand turn. All right, and now I've got a scan, ocular scan for vehicle emissions signs. Hope I'm going to the right place. Um, let's see here. It should be up here in about 0.1 mile. All right. If, uh, if all goes well, there won't be a line, but, um, I thought maybe there'd be a line and that's why I wanted to start doing this. So I wasn't bored to tears or just, you know, looking at my phone, um, exit only. Okay. No entrada. It actually said no entrance, but I translated it in my head. Okay. Enter parking only. Do not enter testing lanes. If Okay, that should be good. All right, I'm in the queue. I'm going to be in the queue here in just a sec. Uh, driving around. Yeah, there's a little bit of a line, so I think I'm going to keep going. Stop, take a ticket, and give it to the inspector. All right, got to push this button and get a little ticket to raise this gate arm. Let's see, what's my lucky number? And I'm driving around. 2190529. That's my lucky number. All right. A lot of annoyed looking people here waiting in their cars. I think this would be a tough gig to have the emissions test guy. Uh, let's see here. I got to read some lanes. Full service lane, all vehicles. OB, lane three is OBD Express 1996 and newer cars and light trucks. Um, save time and I don't know what lane I'm supposed to be in. I think I'm in the right lane. Somebody's license plate in front of me from California is J-S-T-E-N-F-F. Just enough. And it's on an Escalade. Uh, what's that? A Cadillac Escalade? I don't know. I'm not a, not really a car guy. And there's a uh, Mustang, a Ford Mustang in front of me. So I'm, <laughs> it's a Mustang, an Escalade, and then a 03 Camry. Uh, I'm definitely bringing in the rear in terms of uh, Nubs vehicles here. Um, so what else happened over Christmas with my folks? Let me try to remember. Oh, just enough is, the, is nav moving over here. Oh, they were playing both lanes. You tricky bastard. They didn't pick one lane. They were in between two. That's why I was confused. And they just uh, decided that that one was going to go quicker, so they maneuvered over. Good for them. That's that's probably the kind of gumption, can-do-itiveness, and aggression that, that got them to where they are in, in their successful life today. All right. And the, uh, the Ford Mustang just pulled up, so I'm going to pull in behind him here. And uh, I'll be next after this guy's done. Hopefully he doesn't have any problems. Um, so yeah, what else happened around Christmas? We did a hike, uh, it rained, it was dreary while my parents were here. Uh, my dad and I did the hot tub a little bit, which was cool. 
um, drank some delicious Moscow mules and ate really well, talked about the crab cakes. Uh, the kids had a great time getting up early on Christmas morning and seeing that Santa Claus had come and he ate a couple of the co- Oh, my mom brought some homemade cookies too. Oh, that was so good. Oh, it was so good to have some of Mama's Christmas cookies. She's like narrowed down the batch that she makes. She makes like all these different varieties. And over the years, she would uh, kind of experiment and work ones in. And, and uh, But she's got like the core bunch of cookies that she makes now. Um, and uh, man, they're good. So yeah, I got a taste of home in the crab cakes and a taste of real home, you know, mama's cooking with uh, the cookies. So Santa ate the cookies and and brought the kids some fun stuff. Um, Oh, it was funny. My daughter, uh, you know, she was with being a parent and and your kids kind of, you know, when you watch the Christmas specials, they get, they get the message loud and clear about the naughty and nice list. And my older daughter, my, uh, she turned seven um, on Christmas Eve. She's got a Christmas Eve birthday. Uh, she was really freaked out that if we weren't in bed on time, that Santa wasn't going to come. She was like, oh, no, if we don't go to bed, Santa will skip our house. And she was very distraught. So she was practically in tears when she was going to bed on Christmas Eve, her birthday. And uh, we felt bad. And I was just like, oh, that's, you know, she's she's tired and excited. And I was trying to reassure her that it would be fine. And um, it, it was cute. My mom ended up going in there and hanging out and, and consoling and uh, just helping calm down her granddaughter. Um, so that was very sweet, too. Um, yeah, just like pretty wholesome visit, quick visit. They just came for the weekend and they flew out on Christmas Day to, to go spend Christmas night um, back at their home with uh, the rest of our family. So that was really sweet. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else um, noteworthy other than just like Christmas is great. Makes me feel good. Oh, the lady in the Mustang is, is getting back in her car. She might be almost done. All right. This might, this might not be so bad. Um, you know what I was thinking would be funny if you walked up and they were like, all right, we're ready to test your emissions. And then you farted really loudly in front of them. Oh, you know what? She's just waiting in her car. They're just getting started. He just popped her gas cap. But yeah, if you're like, how about, how do you like these emissions? And then you fart <laughs> loudly or like grab the little thing that they, their little monitoring device on the hose and like stick it next to your butt and you fart in it and see if that's like, how's the smog? How's the ass smog? That's a new thing. We could maybe that we can call farts ass smog. Um. Anyway. Uh. So yeah, and uh, the me now movement. Let's catch up real quick about that. So that's my buddy Andy. Uh, he was on the podcast a couple times ago, and you know he's just all about tackling your passions and your pursuits with diligence and. Um, positivity and a network of supporting individuals and I'm I'm really embracing it this you know I've I've always been intrigued by like self-help stuff but and and community support stuff but I've also been turned off by it maybe I was a little snooty or judgmental but this go around I'm like I'm all about it I'm like I could use all the help I can get trying to make some money and make a name for yourself as a musician is not the easiest thing in the world. So why not tap your support networks and the folks that are also in creative pursuits or entrepreneurial pursuits 
and leverage them in a way that like you're encouraging them and they're encouraging you and just the idea that we really do create the we create the world like there's a person behind everything man-made right there's a person behind it or an organization and an organization is made up of people right um so just that idea it's an empowering concept to me that hey you know like somebody's got to be writing songs so let it be me um and then not only getting some confidence for the grand vision but also uh just um you know getting very diligent and very uh disciplined about how to pursue it speaking of which i think it's my turn so hang on all right that wasn't so painful at all i passed woo way to go o3 camry this thing is a war horse love this car all right and the the dude that uh, did my inspection was super chipper i was afraid that he was you know like it's i love seeing people that you would think kind of have crummy jobs you know like being real chipper and just positive like that that's like magic right there you know, I, I thought he was going to be is this kind of younger guy and just real, real positive dude. Really appreciated it. All right. And we're back off. So I'm going to get home and uh, I'm realizing that I might be kicking myself in the foot a little bit here. Kicking myself in the foot? Is that? That's not the expression. How many times do I say an expression and then question myself if that's the right expression? I, I have some serious... Uh, language, uh, uh, you know what, it's totally appropriate that I can't figure out how to say it, I kind of suck at speaking sometimes, I think I'm eloquent, and I think I have the right words to use, but sometimes I'm just dumb, um, kick myself in the foot, that doesn't sound right, I don't think that's right, kick myself in the foot, it's not kick myself in the mouth or pants, is it? Man. So self-doubt is an interesting thing because that's kind of how we learn. And that's how we uh, kind of monitor ourselves to make sure that we're not full of shit. But it's also a little bit ridiculous when you can't get a, a paragraph of spoken word out without second-guessing your word choice. It's funny, man. Like, if you're listening, Russ, I, I uh, do remember in college we were riding in an elevator, and I think I said the word proponent. I was like, yeah, I'm a proponent of that. I don't know. Maybe we're talking about medical marijuana or something. Um, I was like, I'm a proponent. And he was like, I don't know if you're using that word right. And uh, that was like the example that stood out in my head of Russ being like, he was my walking. You know how Microsoft Word gives you that little squiggly line under things that you don't spell right? And then they tried to do it with grammar, too. Um, so, like, a little red squiggly line underneath. And he was, like, my walking, talking buddy version of that little squiggly line that was like, uh, I'm not sure if you're using that word right. And, you know, to his credit, he did catch me sometimes speaking with the wrong word. And I actually really valued that because he, he didn't want me to sound like a jerk. And sometimes you sound like a jerk or you sound dumb when you try to use words too smart for yourself. So maybe I just need to take a lesson out of that and remind myself the lesson that, that I learned from my buddy Russ was just speak simply. Speak the truth plainly. And, you know, if you have the right word to use, 
that's a very like good specific word to describe you know exactly what you need in that moment but like you know for the most part if you can I'm not saying dumb your speech down I wouldn't advocate for that I wouldn't be a proponent for dumbing down speech um but you know if you don't if you're not sure just go with it say it simply I've got I've kind of been noticing that at work too I work with a bunch of um this is, I'm kind of joking when I say this, but I, last night I told my wife, I was like, you know, working with uh, some of these folks at my job that are from different places and don't really have the English language down is making me a little bit racist. Like, I'm trying to work with these folks, and it's, re- you know, the language barrier is for real. And honestly, to the point where sometimes they'll talk for, you know, they'll get, they'll try to get their point across on the phone, and I'll understand one out of every six or seven words they're saying and I'm already trying to tackle material that I'm not familiar with. Like, that's why I'm talking to them in the first place is to learn something new. And if I'm only catching, you know, one out of every seven words, it's going to be real hard to piece that together. Honestly, so I'll be on these conference calls and someone will go like, uh, and what is in front since and did send back back for tooth from them fluorescent and then you know kind of like wrap up their point and i'm like i didn't catch any of that but i'm not running the phone call and the person running the phone call is like okay yeah thanks uh that yeah that'll that'll be okay and i'm like did anybody actually hear this person or are we just too embarrassed to say hey could you repeat yourself or you have to go sl- more slowly or could you enunciate more or like you know could you maybe speak less in your your accent you know like that's kind of rude I, i'm in this like super progressive liberal like everybody gets a chance uh society mentality thing that uh you know like the npr of the, uh, the npr side of the world is like you can't really say that you have to like be a better listener you know so i'm like is there some training i can go to to understand these these it folks um with their uh very thick accents um yeah that's kind of a grumpy rant um kicking myself in the foot kicking myself in the foot so you're using one foot to kick the other foot does that make any sense I don't know if that makes any sense and I don't know if these podcasts make any sense but I'm having a really fun time doing them um I'm supposed to be like promoting my music and sharing music stories and stuff and I will do a fair bit of that but this kind of rambling is really fun for me too um Although this may be the first and last time, unless I'm doing like a road trip or something and I have to use my phone, um, I am not enjoying trying to do this on the road um, because I'm like missing turns and I went this kind of long way home. But that is a cool thing about where I live is um, the emissions place was like 10 minutes away uh, from my office and then it's like seven minutes away from getting home um everything around here is pretty close like all the shopping centers in this like suburban sprawl um are all pretty accessible like everything's pretty close um shopping centers weird me out it it is convenient that everything's close and like if you need a target or you need a walmart like you're not gonna have to drive very far um but then again it's like what are we all doing 
Like, there's just places to eat, places to get stuff fixed and serviced, places to buy stuff. Um, and then, like, what else? Like, computer stores. I just... Shopping centers don't really do it for me. Books, Bookstores are pretty cool. I've gotten back into Barnes & Noble. I, uh, whenever my kids' friends have birthday parties, I try to buy them something from Barnes & Noble so it's not just a complete piece of crap. Try to at least throw a book in there or something. They have these books with these little tiny figurines. Um, so that's my recommendation. If you're a parent and you have to go to some kid's birthday party and you don't want to get some crap that the other parent is just going to be like, oh, great, another piece of crap for my kid to leave laying around. Um, and maybe you can get them a little book from Barnes & Noble. Um, <laughs> that I, I'm not a paid endorser of Barnes & Noble, and I don't even know if they're going to be in existence for very much longer. We'll see. Um, where am I? I'm so lost. I'm lost in, like, the neighborhood over from my neighborhood, trying to wake, make my way back to my house. This is so dumb. And my battery's running low. It's, like, critically red. Let's see. Will it tell me how many? Yeah. All right, so let me let me wrap this up for now. Figure out how to get home, and then uh, so the whole reason I was saying kicking myself in the foot was because <laughs> now I have to plug my phone in, transfer this voice uh, voice memo to the uh, software, and and then pick up the podcast from here. Um, but this is uh, let's maybe chalk this up as a failed experiment, but, uh, hey, you learn something new when you try, and, uh, yeah, this is a, this is a pretty little area, I like this area, oh, I've been over here before, in fact, I've been to one of my daughter's friend's birthday parties in the neighborhood over here, yeah, yeah, all right, cool, anyway, I'm gonna pick this back up from home, Thanks for bearing with me, and I'll try to uh, gather my thoughts and actually come to the table with something somewhat structured and somewhat entertaining for uh, the second half of this podcast. All right. Oh, someone pulled out in front of me. I'll let you in. I'll let you in, buddy. Come on. Come on over. I'm in no hurry. Come on, man. I don't want people to die. Just come on over. There you go. There you go. He was using the suicide lane, and I think he wanted me to go in front of him, but I'm one of those occasionally over-courteous drivers where I'm like, no, 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 you can come in. There was no one behind me, so it wasn't over-courteous at this point, but I could see how that might have uh, disrupted... I was about to say fucked up the flow of traffic, and then I changed it to disruptive, because I don't really work blue, as comedians would say. I like to work... Um, is this my turn? This is not my turn. Oh, my gosh. i got to stop doing this. I'm just meandering around. Well, at least I know my emissions are good, so all these extra miles that I'm driving around, like... I, I swear, I'm within a mile of my house, and I've been driving for five minutes. So all this extra time I'm driving, at least I can drive with the peace of mind that the fumes coming out of my car are uh, to standard. I passed inspection for emissions. All right, so anywho, like I've said about five times already, I'm going to turn this off and hop back on. You gotta get with the get up and go. Peace. For now. Talk to you in a little bit. And Irish goodbyes. Like Greg sings about them Irish 
metronome on this thing um, back on the software how's it sound sound okay let me uh, adjust this knob over here oh that's uh, my volume to myself okay there we go cool all right and we'll click follow along and all right so back from uh, the uh, adventure on the emissions and uh, real quick I did want to say that I uh, um, I <laughs> talking about uh, people's accents and trying to be a good listener like I, I, you know I meant that in a playful way um, I, I kind of had this character that I slip into around my wife, um, where I'm like, you know, honey, you know, we, we can do that now because America's going to be great again, right? I get, I slip into this sort of like, you know, Trump uh, election uh, cycle kind of character, and I'm like, well, you know, now we can do it that way, and I actually should be probably be a little bit careful because, like, you know, it's it's kind of fun to joke around like that in the kitchen at home and, and have her, uh, you know, chuckle and, you know, mostly amuse myself because, um, you know, she's like, oh, I hate that. It makes me uncomfortable because, <laughs> like, what you, you know, I'm, like, being an exaggerated version of that sort of, uh, um, you know, um, nationalistic uh like, um, you know, in-group, out-group kind of mentality where it's like, our in-group is going to be taken care of first and foremost, you know, like that sort of mentality. Um, but I do get it. Um, it's just tribal and that's where we come from. And, um, as, uh, oh though, yeah, as Jordan Peterson would say, um, you know, we haven't quite transcended tribalistic tendencies yet. So we're like, you know, evolving through that. Let me pull this up. Jordan Peterson was a guest on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's Joe Rogan's podcast number 877, um, the Joe Rogan experience. And he talks to Jordan Peterson, who's this Canadian professor dude. Um, and they were talking about gender pronouns and um, just sort of like a, a liberal agenda and, you know, people that are defining realities in groups and on paper and in, in the way we think and the way we write and speak and um, just sort of like the fundamentals of reality, right? If you're controlling language, you're kind of controlling, you know, how people are perceiving reality and discussing and, and, and coming together and forming an opinion on reality, right? So they start talking about that. And then um, Jordan Peterson at, uh, I'm going to give them the moment, so two hours and 13 minutes in. Yeah, these Joe Rogan podcasts are really long. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to probably just try to like do some summary stuff and wrap this one up pretty quick here. Um, I ended up getting pretty chatty on the car ride, huh? Um, but yeah, so at two hours and 13 minutes in to the Joe Rogan experience, number 877, um, Jordan Peterson goes on this really cool rant about how he has, um, he, he's a very religious person, um, using that word in a way that, you know, kind of in a way that, that he means it, um, while also being a scientist and, you know, a, a believer in hard facts and truth. And uh, he starts off by saying, like, think of religion as like a meta-truth, right? It's not true in the scientific sense that it's true, but is the scientific sense of truth the only truth? You know, that's arguable. And he's saying all the things that we don't know, you could call that religion and call that God. You know, like anything that, that is beyond what we could know, 
um, you know, it's kind of the, the so anyway, you got to listen to him talk about it because he talks about it super duper smart and really strategically laid out and he's keeping you going along the way. Like you do have to pay attention and put your listening ears on. And, uh, yeah, when I was talking about not having the right word, um, or using the incorrect word, this guy uses a lot of big words and he, and correctly, and he's defining them as the, as we go. And, you know, you're, you should be able to keep up, um, as a listener, but it does require some focus. Um, but yeah, he does. He, he lays out this really beautiful argument for the metaphysical underpinning that religion provides. And um, there's, you know, there's sort of reasons and explanations by uh, around why it has been a universe, you know, a human universal, um, you know, people independently come up with religious stories. And he's talking about how these narratives are like, you know, hyper, you know, de- deities are like hyper heroes, right? Um, that sort of stuff. And uh, I really listened, I re-listened to it the other day and I just couldn't recommend it enough. Um, so I wanted to actually shout out the, the, the hour marker there. So one last time, Joe Rogan experience number 877 at two hours and 13 in 13 minutes in. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know why I was thinking about that. We're talking about, uh, I don't know, but and then Peterson also talks about his uh, his other big mission here, um, on like planet Earth. Like his his big mission is um, to promote and coach people how to do self authoring, um, self s e l f authoring. Like you're writing your own story, you write your own biography of your past, and you deal with your past in a way that's like written you know written form, and you can define your future um, in, in self author, um, you know, what, uh, who it is you want to be and how you, uh, how you are or how you are not, um, you know, pursuing that pursuit. It's all in the pursuit, isn't it? Hot pursuit. I like, uh, I like that pursuit gets the word hot, hot pursuit. Those, those words go well together. Um, but yeah, I've been having fun on the music front. Um, I, uh, I got some recent uh, new voice memos in as little demos. Um, I, I, I shared a bunch of stuff on. Uh, let's actually, I've got my phone right here. Let's see what I've been posting lately. So GarrettAndersonMusic.com is the web page, and then from there, um, I do a lot of my uh, engagement stuff. Oh, my phone just uh, low battery on that phone. Even though it's charged, it like didn't want to do that. It was like, hey, screw you. We're at like sliver amount of battery. Um, oh well. Um, should I pull it up on my computer? Here we go. Yeah, it's telling me to plug this phone in. It's like, hey, a-hole, your phone's pretty much kaput in terms of battery. All right, um, let's see here. Let's do this one-handed. I'm going to do a Command-T to pop open a new tab. And, uh, yeah, God forbid I actually prepare... And um, I don't have to go to my own Facebook page to find out what I'm what I've been doing lately. No, I just want to be concise about it. I just want to give quick little overviews of what's been going on. On uh, Garrett Anderson Music is the uh, uh, the Facebook page, and that uh, you can link to that from my web page. But anyway, yeah, it's just Garrett Anderson Music and Facebook. And let's see what I've been posting. Let's scroll back. Uh, picking and singing at Janie's up in Cave Creek. Yeah, I had a cool, cool gig at Cave Creek, and uh, my buddies Ben and Jeremy actually got a bunch of live footage from it. They did the Facebook stream thing, um, and uh, not going to go into too many details about that, but uh, you know, you can check out the videos. Um, 
and uh, it was a really fun gig. I, I really tried to dial in, especially once I found out in the uh, the closing set. You know, my buddy says, "Hey, you know, hey, we." You know, Lauren had uh, my wife had joined up on the Facebook Live, which was cool. She got to be at the gig. You know, she was watching the gig in real time from the comfort of her own home, where our babies were sleeping upstairs, and I was still out doing my music thing. So, it was really cool. It was, I was really, uh, it was really, uh, it's really cool. Um, but it did, and it made me want to up my game. I was like, "Shit, if this is being like broadcast, I should really be putting on a show here." You know, not just. Uh, you know, I, I always try to put on a good show, but maybe at a pub, you know, you give yourself a couple extra breaks, uh, a couple extra beats between songs, you know, to take a swig of your drink or, you know, schmooze with uh, some patrons or whatever. But now I was like, all right, I'm on like, I'm on film or, you know, I'm being streamed. It was, it was kind of it was weird. I did, I'm glad I didn't think about it too much at the time because I was just like, yeah, sweet, let's do it. Um, and, you know, they had done it a, a couple times before, too. And it's really great footage, frankly. You know, it's like that's that's what my live shows are like. So it's good for me to be able to look back with sort of a very realistic um, you know, kind of critical eye and, and also, you know, celebrating that, Hey, yeah, that was pretty cool. And that worked or, you know, over here, let's kind of tweak that and tighten that up a little bit. Or, Oh yeah, I remember I, I felt rusty about that one part and I just kind of had to suffer through it, but uh, really cool gig. A lot of, um, so Janie's was a really cool gig. A lot of, um, requests in the first set and people hanging out and got to play inside. Um, nice small setup, just kind of set up one speaker and uh, my pedal board and the mixer and then get all that hooked up and that's all I really need um kind of just playing out of the corner so yeah dig those um dig those uh those videos I tried to share them on my Garrett Anderson Music Facebook page but the privacy settings on those videos did not allow for me to post them to uh, my page so that's a little bit of a bummer um I might reach out to those guys um I said, okay, before that, I said, good loving. Yeah, as we wrap up 2016, here's Garrett's reminder to facilitate. Um, and I, yeah, I tagged on a little live at you clip at the end of good loving. So that's, uh, that's posted too at SoundCloud. Um, a nice loopy, groovy version of uh, good loving plus a snippet of live at you five about playing good loving at um, that private party gig that I did. Um, yeah, um, uh, let's see here, oh, I posted about the last, uh, live at you, before that was Driving My Life Away, Eddie Rabbit cover, um, before that was a jam, 12, 15, 16 jam, go check that out if you're into, like, progressive music and jam music, exploratory, um, you know, I, I, I say I was inspired by 97 Fish when I went and jammed that out of uh, my tune bodies from practice a couple nights ago. Well, I, a couple nights ago on 12, 15, 16. I'm definitely guilty. I'm one of those people that's like, oh, it was a couple nights ago. You're like, what are you talking about? That's like two months ago. I'm like, oh, I just, it, it happened before. It was in the before time. You know, <laughs> it's kind of an arbitrary detail in the before. Um, little drummer boy teases for the holiday season. Ah, yeah, loved the holiday music. Little drummer boy was must have been on my mind because it worked its way into my fingers a couple times. Um, that that also it's kind of an easy little hook to or an easy little melody to to throw around. Um, but yeah, so trying to be uh, disciplined about my music approach and um, wanted to also share a bunch of the the fun recordings that I've been getting down and keep up with these live matches. And um, you get your feedback. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, constructive critiques, I'm trying to be mentally thick-skinned 
um, to uh, to accept those kinds of uh, feedback because you know the reality is is that once the music's out there um, it really does come down to the end user experience like what is the listener's experience I have a certain relationship with my music but I'm a little bit oblivious to the relationship that other people do or do not have with my music so I'm going to be looking for targeted feedback um, that's uh, something that my my wife and, and our buddy uh, Shane helped me sort of uh, they magnified that I need to be requesting specific feedback, uh, you know, giving some parameters and, you know, not just saying like, here, here's a song. What do you think? Yeah. You good. Okay. Talk to you later. Um, you know, that's not really going to be that helpful. So I'm going to have to do some thinking about what is helpful. And, you know, my mind kind of races to immediately like, Oh, I should have like the survey, like a little music, sur music feedback survey. And like almost, you could actually probably do it pretty cool. If you had a web page where you're clicking through the questions and on the questions are like little snippets of songs, like here's the hook of diving in, you know, do you think this is catchy? Is it overly simple? You know, they kind of give some questions. Um, uh, you could have a Likert scale questions. So it's funny. I have a survey research background where I, I I've done some survey questionnaire design and, and I could probably whip something that looked pretty, um, pretty legit, or at least um, sort of mimicked and used some of the things like, you know, the scales and um, you know, radio buttons versus check boxes, uh, that kind of goofy stuff. Um, and then just, you know, have like a 20, imagine this, imagine it was like almost like focus group style at this point, but like a 20 question thing where like all 20 of them had an audio sample, you know, and just gain a bunch of feedback from, you know, either, you know, core supporters or, or strangers, you know, just listeners who are like, yeah, I'll give you some feedback, um, on just, just the snippets. And then that would be really like really disassociated from my story as Garrett, the person, this would be letting the music try to have its own little life, grow legs and run, run free. Um, you know, and hopefully maybe occasionally throw a check back to dad. Um, you know, that'd be all right. Got bills to pay, got a life to live, man. So, uh, so yeah, I'm trying to uh, just keep at it with some diligence. I got my spreadsheet back up and running with my Rolodex, kind of getting back, you know, dusting those cards off and dusting those contacts off. And, you know, the great thing is, too, is um, even though it's not, not really in my nature, um, I'm kind of more of a, uh, you know, private person. Um, um, the, uh, we were reaching out to everybody is great. It's great to reconnect. And, um you know, hear how everybody's doing. It's, it's a little bittersweet though, because you realize that you've, you've not been in touch by getting back in touch with a big network. So that's something that's a little bit, um, gives me a little bit of anxiety, you know, not quite so warm and fuzzy all the time, but it's like, you know, we're mature. We know that we're humans and that we have different things going on and different talents and different aspirations and different circumstances, with kids or no kids or, you know, whatever going on. Um, you know, life is pretty big and pretty complicated. And I think people have a general appreciation that at, at this point, you know, we're like in our thirties, it's okay to just reach out and be like, dude, like, here's something going on. This is a venture. I need like some feedback or, you know, um, support or, or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I get so uncomfortable thinking about like soliciting myself, you know, um, or soliciting 
I'm still sitting myself. Here we go again. Um, stumbling over my words. Stumbling over my words. How's that? Could that be a hook? Would someone like that? Can Lauren Hill run with that? Write a couple verses around that. Stumbling over my words. Stumbling over my words. Stumbling over my words. Stumbling over my words. Something like that. Oh, snapping fingers. Snapping fingers is so... Um, <laughs> having fun. All right, everybody. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I got a gig this Wednesday at Wild Vines. Um, I've talked about this place before. They got a cool uh, glass chandelier thing. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, go check out the SoundCloud. I've been posting some loopy stuff on there. And so between the loopy recordings I've put out on SoundCloud and these these um, live streams that are on Facebook of my buddies that I've shared um, at my personal, uh, you know, I'm going to try to share them to my page, make sure I tag my page in them so that they'll show up somewhere. Um, that's weird, kind of on the fly just then. I was like, yeah, I should probably have a firewall between like my personal page and my, my music page. Like, I don't want... Uh, yeah, not not to, just to say that they're separate communities. It's not like a better or worse than thing. It's just like I'd like those groups to be sort of separate entities. They don't need to bleed over too terribly much. Um, uh, sorry, that was weird. <laughs> oh, oh, that laugh was weird. <laughs> Puked all over the microphone with my airwaves just there. Blah. Blah. Are you are you guys good at making puke noises? Maybe I'll do that next time I play for for like kids. Everybody make a puke noise on three. One, two, three. And play like some diminished chord or something to make give it some musical tension while people are making um making uh Oh, you know what? I've actually got a piano right here. Let's let's find a little chord. Puke noise chord. Let's see if this is gonna work. No guarantees here, and I'm feeling a little bit dumb today, so I might not be able to come up with this immediately, but let's find out. I'm going to take a stab at it, and when I say stab at it, I mean stab at it. Here we go. Watch this. All right, kids, let's make some puke noises on three. One, two, three. Oh, that was that was too majory. That's way too majory. That's just like a seven chord. Boo, boo, failed. All right, so, well, that's probably good that my hand is naturally trying to find spots that, like, won't just sound like puke. All right, let's try this one. I mean, we can we can kind of fabricate something pretty gnarly like this. Yeah, look at that. Ooh. That's groovy chord. All right, kids, everybody puke on the sound of three. One, two, three. Blah, 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 blah. Blah. That, so that's a D, a G sharp, an A, and a C. Ooh. I'm sure it has a name. Jazz nerds will be like, oh, yeah, that's a half diminished with an augmented third. Something. Is that a good puke, puke chord? It's a little too scary. Puke is scary, though. All right. Um, and then be like, okay, kids, that's what a diminished chord sounds, or whatever, you know, whatever it's called. 
and be like, all right, now, you know, tell each other, uh, you know, like, let's be friends. Yay. And they'll be like, yeah. Music sounds different depending on the notes that you play, kids. That ba da ba doo skip a dip dip boo song and dance. Retain your attention. Attention. That's your uh, attention and time. Those are your biggest um, biggest assets. Use them well. Commodities, assets, derivatives, products, currencies, um, subprime mortgages. <laughs> All right. This has gotten pretty silly. Um, thanks for hanging in there with me. I'm going to charge my phone, wrap this up. Um, Wild Vines this Wednesday, if you're in town, that'd be great. And... Um, I've got some, I've got some, you know, some actual stuff that I need to do for this music mission. I actually got to, you know, kind of buckle down a little bit and get myself out there and, and reach out and network and be, be daddy long legs. Yeah. I'm like a daddy long legs, man. I am the spider. I used to be the panther and the, and, or the jaguar and then the panther. And right now I need a little bit of daddy long legs. Yeah. I'm like uh, Maui from Moana with my hook. I can transform from a jaguar into a panther into a daddy long legs. Spider power. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. All right. Have fun. Be good. And uh, I will catch you. Catch you on the flip side.